Happy Valentine's Day, Jesus. Happy Valentine's Day, God. This marks our two-year anniversary. Alleluia. I am doing this podcast for you, God. For you, Lord. For you, Jesus. Listeners, welcome from all around the world to pray with me. Let's get these blessings started. A daily podcast. And I'm your host, Pamela Staten. And this journey has been amazing. Everyone who knows me will tell you how my life has changed, how fruitful my life has become, how abundance is just growing all around me. I thank you, listeners. We are 14,600 plus strong more than 53 countries listening. Our God is the biggest thing in the world. He's got the whole world in his hand and he knows exactly what he is doing. I'm honored, I'm thrilled to come every day to pray with you as you pray with me. Stay right there. We'll be right back. This is our anniversary. Let's blow the roof off. In Touch Magazine says, Another reason the Lord bids us to pray is so that our faith in him will grow. He promises to answer when we ask. He promises to answer when we seek and knock. The result may not be in the form we expected, but our Heavenly Father always gives us what is right according to his will. If you set aside time daily, to talk to him, you'll learn firsthand just how faithful he is to his children. And we are learning it. Yes, we are. <laughs> Love it. When Jesus told his disciples that he would give them anything they requested in his name, He wasn't talking about passing wants. Christ was entrusting the founding of the church to them and they needed to know that he would give them whatever was required to accomplish this task. The same is true for us. You can trust that your desires will be granted if they fit into God's plan for your life. And here's a prayer, Isaiah 58, verse 9. 
Then you will call and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help and he will say, here I am. If you remove the yoke from your midst, the pointing of the finger and speaking wickedness, and if you offer yourself to the hungry and satisfy the need of the afflicted, then your light will rise in darkness and your gloom will become like midday and the Lord will continually guide you and satisfy your desire in scorched places and give strength to your bones and you will be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. Amen. When you next attend a religious gathering, let's say, keep an eye out for any important practices like anyone taking communion or being baptized or saying the Lord's Prayer, reciting the Apostles' Creed, that will connect you to the history of God's people. If you can, dig a little deeper into each and find meaning that you may have missed before. Jesus used rituals to reveal his identity as the perfect sacrificial lamb, the atonement for all humanity's sin. And the Lord chose to make this astonishing disclosure by honoring tradition. I love it. It is critical for believers to trust in the inerrancy of the scriptures. A flawed book could never tell us how to be saved because it would only be the product of a man's hand. But the Bible is the authoritative word of God. His spirit did the writing and no matter whose hand penned the message, it was God's spirit that did the writing. And listeners, forgiving people who have wronged us is a tough command to follow. We naturally want to lash out at those who hurt us. And instead of releasing the offense, we replay the mistreatment. We relive the pain and we stroke the anger inside us. Aren't you glad that God doesn't do that with us? We are never more like Christ than when we forgive. 1 Corinthians 13 is known as the love chapter. And did you know that the descriptions of love in verse 5 also relate to forgiveness? Love does not seek its own benefit. When we've been wronged, we want our rights. But God's love seeks what's best for the other person. Love is not provoked. It is to our glory if we overlook wrongdoing rather than respond with irritation or anger. 
Love covers a multitude of sins, but rage and resentment only add to the problem. Love does not keep an account of a wrong suffered. Keeping a list of grudges is what kills relationships, but forgiveness brings healing and possible restoration. People at times will wrong us, but if we're yielded to the Holy Spirit, we can have a peaceful, loving heart that's not preoccupied with our rights, which is not easily provoked, and it's definitely not going to be burdened with grudges. Amen. Stay right there, listeners. We're still celebrating our two-year anniversary. Stay right there. Don't move. And from prayers to start your day, live on purpose. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 1 Therefore, I, the prisoner of the Lord, urge you to walk worthy of the calling you have received. What does God intend for me to do with my life? Well, it's an easy question to ask, but for many of us, a difficult question to answer. Why? Because God's purposes aren't always clear to us. Sometimes we wander aimlessly in a wilderness of our own making. And sometimes we struggle mightily against God in an unsuccessful attempt to find success and happiness through our own means, not His. If you sincerely seek God's guidance, He will give it. But be forewarned, He will make his revelations known to you in a way and in a time of his choosing, not yours. So be patient. Today and every day, God is beckoning you to hear his voice and follow his purpose for your life. When you listen carefully and patiently, you'll be amazed at the wonderful things that an all-knowing, all-powerful God can do. God will help us become the people we are meant to be if only we will ask him. Pray with me. Dear Lord, I know that you have a purpose for my life and I will seek that purpose today and every day that I live. Let my actions be pleasing to you and let me share your good news with a world that so desperately needs your healing hand and the salvation of your son. Amen. Amen. So listeners, make the ultimate choice. John chapter 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, 
but have everlasting life. Listeners, Jesus is not only the light of the world, he is also its salvation. He came to this earth so that we might not perish, but instead spend eternity with him. What a glorious gift. What a priceless opportunity. As mere mortals, we cannot fully understand the scope and thus the value of eternal life. Our vision is limited, but God's is not. He sees all things. He knows all things. And his plans for you extend throughout eternity. So if you haven't already done so, this is the perfect moment to make the ultimate choice and turn your life over to God's only begotten Son. And when you give your heart to the Son, you belong to the Father automatically. Today, tomorrow, and for all eternity. Jesus became mortal to give you immortality. And today, through him, you can be free. I love it. Pray with me. I know, Lord, that this world is not my home because you have given the priceless gift of eternal life through your son, Jesus. Keep the hope of heaven fresh in my heart. And while I am in this world, help me to pass through it with faith in my heart and praise on my lips only for you. Amen. Praying for you, Patty. Praying that you heal and that you come out of the hospital real soon and that you get the rest and the care and the medical attention that you need so that you can be strong within the Lord even more so. Alleluia. Amen. Stay right there. Be right back. Since we are so used to God whispering in our ear, let's hear some more. He says, You tend to believe that my ways are so spiritual that they have no earthly good, yet my power has no bounds. I am a very present help in times of trouble. I know every tear you've cried, and I bottle each one. One day I will wipe away every tear, and you will remember them no more. My healing comes through the hope found in my word. Though the storm rages within your soul, The healing rain that falls will soften the soil in which I will grow your faith. As you cling to my promises, 
know that these seeds will grow a harvest of hope in your heart that will enable you to trust me even through the pain. I am with you where you are in your brokenness. I know there are places in your heart that are so wounded that you believe no prayer can adequately express the pain, but no words are necessary. You need only remain in my presence. Through your tears, I can give you an eternal perspective that will bind up your wounds and heal them. I know that as you endure, you grow and that the joys to come will last forever. If it feels as though your heart is being ripped out, you can know that I am at work. I've promised to take the heart you have and give you a new one. The pain is part of the process. My promises can cast out the despair, depression, and doubt flooding your spirit with light in your darkest hour. When you're brokenhearted, allow my heart to bind up yours. Healing is in my hands. Amen. Psalm 147 verse 3, He heals the brokenhearted and bandages their wounds. God is good. And from a spectacle of glory, it says, many of us identify very closely with the Apostle Paul's tormenting thorn in the flesh described in 2 Corinthians chapter 12. We don't know what Paul's thorn might have been, but we do know that even though he pleaded with Jesus to remove it, the thorn remained. What do we learn from this? For all the many times that Paul was distressed by his weakness, he had the supporting grace of Christ And he kept saying over and over that God's grace is sufficient for me. In fact, divine power finds its full scope and strength only in human weakness. Both exasperating frailty and great power existed simultaneously in Paul's life. And that's because grace always always meets us at our point of pain. No matter what our need, though it be as deep and as wide as the Grand Canyon, His grace will forever be enough to get us through. Pray with me. Thank you, Father. Thank you for giving us a way to navigate the sometimes difficult pathways through this temporary broken world. I think of Paul's words that we are puzzled, but never in despair. 
persecuted, but never have to stand it alone. We may be knocked down, but we are never knocked out. I may walk in pain, but I also walk in grace. Amen. Go, Joni Tada. Woo! 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 These are some good writers. Such good, good writers. And from Pray More, it says Moses has died and Joshua is left to lead God's people into the promised land. Well, can you imagine all the thoughts that must have been going through Joshua's head? Perhaps that's why God tells him three times to be strong and courageous and two times that he would be with him. Chances are, listeners, your challenges are not as great as Joshua's. But even if they are, these are the words that God wants you to take to heart. Forget about worrying. That will only sap your energy and courage. Instead, know with certainty that God is with you and that he will never leave you. No matter where you go, God is there. So be strong and brave. God's got you. Thank you, Lord, for these encouraging words. Help me get them through my head so that I can be strong and courageous just like you've designed me to be. Amen. Good morning, God. Good morning. You've ushered in another day untouched and freshly new. So here we come to ask you, God, if you'll renew us too. Forgive the many errors that we made yesterday. And let us try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, we are well aware we can't make it on our own. So take our hands and hold them tight for we can't walk alone no way the 23rd psalm the lord is my shepherd i shall not want he maketh me lie down in green pastures he restoreth me beside the still waters he restoreth my soul He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. Say it together, listeners. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever and ever and ever. Amen.
Stay right there. We'll be right back. There's more. There's more. I love to sing praises to God, surrounded by others, or even just by myself. May you sing praises to God today, wherever you are. May knowledge and full insight be abundant for you today, as you discern what you are being called to do in the name of love. In the name of love, listeners, I was called to do this podcast. Can you believe that two years ago I was obedient? I did it. I am so proud of myself and God is so pleased. He placed on my heart to do a daily podcast and that is exactly what I do he named it pray with me let's get these blessings started because he knew that the more of us that came to listen to this podcast would experience numerous blessings It's all about an act of obedience. And I thank you again for meeting me at the door in fulfilling my purpose-driven life. So proud of myself. So proud of you. So happy that God loves me. So happy that God chose us to be together. You gotta come back every day because we're here. It's a daily podcast. Commanded by God. Bye for now.